and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z. Joins I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Oh, bother. Also joined by Intern Corey, and this is an Intern Corey pick. Welcome back. Because <laughs> I'm a silly old bear. Oh, bother. <laughs> so, Greg, uh, you just did the silly old bear. It reminded me. So, like, we found this video on TikTok of, like, a bunch of bears that got into someone's pool, and we were laughing about it at the house. <laughs> and Anna wanted to find more similar videos, and then she typed in bears swimming in pool, and the results we got were not the results we were looking for, I'm just going to say. Oh. <laughs> you got large hairy men swimming in pools, didn't you? <laughs> yes. We got lots of that. Enter Corey? <laughs> <laughs> It's just a pool full of goons. <laughs> With chicken. So this is this movie like took the internet and just, not even just the internet. Like it was on like major news channels and everything by storm when just a few stills and the title were announced like a year ago. Less than a year ago. It really did. But we still haven't even said what movie we're doing yet. That's <laughs> in the title. <laughs> Brett, what well, are we doing? Not everybody the reads. Poo, blood and honey. Not everybody reads, Greg. That's true. So, yeah, this movie is wild. It's it's something. I gotta say that we haven't talked purposely about who liked and who hadn't yet. Right. I'm gonna throw out, I actually liked this movie. I'm really upset at myself right. that I liked this movie. I don't think it was good. I had a great time watching it, though. It was, like, the perfect, like, dumb slasher. I was like, oh, hell yeah. You liked this? I did like Patrick it. Patrick liked it? I did like it. Oh, okay. So did I. Oh, I fucking oh, love <laughs> I fucking loved oh, no. this movie. But this is also bad, because I was like, one of us has to hate this movie, or we're oh, going to no. lose all credibility. One of us has to hate it, please, I was thinking today. I had no. so much fun with it. Like, I... It is just so good, and it was surprisingly good. Like, this movie had no business being as good as it was. I'll walk back on that part, at least. I don't think it was good. I think it was fun, and it's exactly yeah. what I like, but I recognize this is a bad movie. But it's so much better than like you than what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like, Winnie the Pooh shows up for like 10 minutes in the whole movie, and most of it's just like people running around the woods, or like doing fucking stupid horror person stuff. Like, I'm going to go skinny dip by myself, hee hee! But the, you don't get that in this one. No, you get a lot of like good killing. I never knew I wanted Winnie the Pooh with a butcher knife. Right. So this movie also when we talked to took the world by storm, pissed a lot of people off with just the idea of it. And let's get into that for a second. So Winnie the Pooh went into the public domain in 2022. Disney no longer has the monopoly on it. Now you can't do any of the Disney specific things. That's why there's no Tigger or anything like that, or any of the songs in this, because those are Disney-specific. But the original story and the characters and everything like that, anyone can make now. Yes. Which is so interesting, where, like, some of these things, like Winnie the Pooh, and, like, next year, like, well, not next year, next decade, the Universal Monsters go into public domain. 
Yeah, but I think most of the actual monsters themselves already are from the books, but aren't they? I'm yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking from the Dracula. Think oh, about yeah, for the horror all, all the horror hosts that can now do Frankenstein, Dracula, the Mummy, like, and this is going to every year then start getting more and more. Where like one year, Mister Lobo could do Bride of Frankenstein legitimately. Yeah, yeah, but. I'm here to say, with everyone who got super angry at this movie, is ruining my childhood. Winnie the Pooh's a great character. I fucking love Winnie the Pooh. When I was yeah. a kid, Winnie the Pooh made me super happy. I love it. Does this tarnish any of that for me? Not in the fucking slightest. Like, I, I don't understand why people can't separate this in their minds. If anything, I just love that the character's doing something that I'm interested in now. Where I'm once again like, Go, Winnie the Pooh! Go, Piglet! Like... I haven't done that in years. Like you, I'm with the, you, Greg. I grew up loving Winnie the Pooh. I even saw that Christopher Robin movie with uh, uh, Obi Wan the other, like from a few years ago, and loved that. I was never a huge Winnie the Pooh guy. That's I didn't hate him or anything, but it was just never like my favorite thing. Weren't you like 20 when they came out? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, it's like people are so fragile with like anything that they don't like. It ruined your childhood. Well, I'm sorry your childhood was so fragile. Exactly. Look, it doesn't affect, it doesn't change those memories and feelings you had from what you watched when you were a kid. So let's just say that me and Brett are evidence that we can enjoy both things. It doesn't tarnish yeah. that in the slightest. And my hip hurts. <laughs> so rated R 2023. What's Reese? What's his name? This director? Reese, Reese Frake Waterfeld with the Ed Wood motherfucking trifecta. Yeah. Well done, Reese. Hell yeah, sir. He actually has two more um, book adaptations on in the in the works right oh, now. I know one of them was Peter Pan. The other <laughs> Bambi. Peter Pan. And the other one is Bambi. Which, what he wants to do, I won't lie, I'm kind of interested in. He's basically going to make the Avengers of childhood horror characters. Like, it's supposed to be an interconnected universe. He's taking a big swing, and I'm here for it. I will like say, it. you know what? In. 100% in. Reese, Frank, Waterfield, I salute ye. Any, anything else before we jump into this thing like that we should mention? Oh, this movie only cost $100,000 to make. And as of the time I printed Wikipedia, which was Sunday night, it had made $4.2 million. Nice. That's a good turnaround. Holy shit. The sequel is already greenlit and given a I bigger budget before the movie even came out. Oh, wow. Hey, what's Gigi Allen's favorite cartoon character? Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> So it starts with this illustrated exposition about Christopher Robin and the creatures. So basically, they were always, like, monstrous. What do they call Human-animal hybrids? Who fucked all the woodland creatures? Christopher the Robin's English? mom and dad? <laughs> the English. I already heard Is that a bear? <laughs> I say, what? Nigel, that bread from Dimension Z is making fun of us again. Quite right there, Terry. <laughs> but 
we get this like there have always been these monstrous hybrid things and christopher robin as a kid found them but since he was like an innocent kid wasn't scared by them and befriended them and they had many adventures and christopher robin would bring them food and all this kind of stuff but like all boys christopher robin had to grow up and he went to college and abandoned these creatures and left them to fend for themselves he couldn't have like given them some rations or something yeah, it's like he didn't prepare them whatsoever for what was going on. It's just like, okay, bye, guys. And then it's like, and then once again, they were um, left to fend for themselves. And it becomes like the Donner Party. Because the cartoons all of a sudden are like skin and bones. And like the, you could see their rib cages and stuff. And they're like and surrounding Eeyore. <laughs> that's when Pooh made the decision to eat one of their dearest friends. And thus... Eeyore was no more. I love that it was Eeyore, and I imagine he's just like, it's okay. You can eat yeah. me. I don't want to be around anymore anyway. <laughs> he's super depressed anyways. I don't want to be around anymore. What do you mean by that? I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> Throbbing with horror in no way condones the eating of your depressed friends. <laughs> but they went feral, and that's it. I actually really like this illustration like yeah. exposition dump. Well, oh, this yeah. is great, too, because this explains where, like, well, it's also part, uh, this is me picking apart Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, but they're like, at this point, they rejected all humanity, and they would never speak again, which is like, okay, that's why the Pooh mask doesn't, like, because that's a big thing to get around. Like, what's the voice going to be? Do you do scary voice, or you try to do poo? So they wrote that out. But if they rejected their humanity, why are they living in trailers, wearing clothes, and using weapons to kill people? Well, they like that part of humanity. Why do they have one of those extremely expensive, like, green egg grills at their camp? <laughs> because they murdered someone and took it? I just saw now, that. I was like, I've seen that. And honey. I've seen that green egg grill online. That's hundreds of dollars. <laughs> You right. think they're ordering, like, Amazon to the 100 Acre Wood? Right. Yeah, right. exactly. This movie, this movie is called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I'm going to need you to suspend a little disbelief well, here. And I am. I already said, I know I'm nitpicking Winnie the Pooh, but if they rejected all their humanity, they should be running around naked and just using their, like, animal claws and teeth. Have you seen these things? I'm terrified to see what that would look like. I'm just saying. I'm sorry you want to see Winnie the Pooh's dick. <laughs> I wonder if it's yellow. <laughs> but Why would it Five years it? later, Card, Christopher Robin and his girlfriend Mary are hiking to the Hundred Acre Woods so he can show her. The fact that this woman hasn't left Christopher Robin just from him actually saying, no, I believe this, is a miracle in itself. Oh, because he's yeah. going on and on about it. Of like, oh no, you're going to love them. They're all my friends. And she's like, I know, you've told me the stories of like your imaginary friends as a child. It'd be like if I was still talking about like, I remember one of my imaginary friends was just named number two because he was my like second in command while we played army. It's like if I was still talking, like I was met Liz, I was like, let me tell you about my second in command, like imaginary friend. No, Mary, they're not imaginary. They're my real friends. I know them. <laughs> <laughs> they get to where they should be, and the place has changed, Christopher's saying. There's blood on the honey jar. I love this big cartoonish prop honey jar. Yeah, of course. And 
You see a fucking skull? It's, yeah. I'm assuming There's it's supposed to be Eeyore, but it's not a donkey? No. no, that's a human skull. I'm assuming that's someone else they ate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Eeyore's grave is in the background. Of I do love the signs are just all like painted on pieces of wood. Yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Eeyore. Yeah. And Mary's pleading to leave at this point, but they go into this house and they hear footsteps Mary. and they hide. And Mary's fucking her- smart. Yeah, she's she should have just left right away, but they hide until nighttime, and Pooh's snoring, and they sneak out, but who attacks them? But Piglet attacks Mary with a chain, is choking her out, and snaps her neck at everything, <laughs> and Christopher Robin's like, why are you doing this, Piglet? Let's talk about Piglet's appearance for a second here. He looks like a pink wild boar. He has tusks. He just squeals like a... He reminds me of the... What are they called? The Gamorians from Star Wars, Jabba's guards. The big yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's well, perfect. I mean, let's be honest. Piglet is the most brutal. Is the more brutal of the two of them. Oh, like, for sure. Um, and let's let's talk about how much of just an absolute whiny little Nancy boy Christopher Robin is. Well, this whole movie. It's Christopher Robin. He was always a little bit of a whiny Nancy boy, even in the cartoons. Yeah, but Piglet, stop! It no, makes no effort to save Mary. No. This thing's by saying, Piglet, stop. Piglet's gonna stop. But as soon Piglet as Piglet kills... as a bloodlust. Oh, yeah. As soon as Piglet kills Mary, I was just like, oh, this is gonna be a different movie than I was thinking we were gonna get. Like, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, Christopher, Robin, and Mary are together the whole movie, and they're trying to, like, stop them, blah, blah, blah. My favorite, like, strong point that I'll give this movie is it doesn't waste time. Honestly, there's not. not a lot of filler stuff in it. Very little and way less than I was expecting. I thought we were getting a ton of it, and we barely got any, so I'm very happy about that with this movie. Like this I said, a- I this movie surprised the hell out of me. I know you want to say it wasn't good, it was just fun. I think this is an actual good movie. Perfect runtime as well. 84 yeah. minutes. They're not yeah, trying yeah. to stretch two hours out of this, which some movies will try to do for some reason. Perfect time. Hour and 20. No. Again, Reese Frake Waterfield, he understood the assignment. Oh, 100%. He, he got it right on. But Christopher's running and Pooh appears and Christopher asks him for help. Piglet's gone mad. But they both have him cornered in this one set piece. They will cut back to 50 times throughout this movie. Like the 100 acre wood tunnel thing. Yeah, yeah the magical wood tunnel that they go through to go to the <laughs> wonderful magical land. Filled with blood. Most, I think they spent most of the movie's budget on this tunnel. So like, we're going to use the hell out of this thing. <laughs> I also want to real quick say about um, the poo and piglet masks that they use. I thought 100% it was just going to be stationary. They're always making one expression kind of mask. No, like they're actually they like move. mouth moves, like two smiles, like his the, mouth kind of moves. expressions. Yeah, Who I was super like uh, surprised by that. I thought it was going to be spirit Halloween mask in a movie. No, I think we, we may have found this year's Terrifier too. Well, no. No, Corey! Corey, pump those brakes a little bit. We're having fun with this movie, but this is no Terrifier 2. I'm not saying it's as good as... I'm just saying... Nowhere near. Nowhere near as good as Terrifier 2 was, but 
it with the level of how surprisingly good this movie was. That's a Steven Asante size butt in there. <laughs> <laughs> but both Piglet and Pooh are moving in on him. And then we cut to illustrations of them attacking and everything. And I thought they he was killed off screen and burned alive yeah. due to the illustration. But I guess that's Mary? I'm going to assume like- that's Mary. I was like, holy shit, I thought this was all going to be about Christopher Robin versus, like, his old friends. They killed him quickly. That's what I thought at first, too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, 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 again. To, n- I-, I shudder to quote Ryan Johnson here, but subverting expectations. No. I need a boo sound effect on my soundboard. I will be installing it for next week. Boo. <laughs> I booed myself. I deserved it. And we get our title card and cut to our main final girl, Maria. She's at therapy and our therapist suggests a weekend away with some friends. Clear your head. We don't know what it's about yet, but that's all. This re- the opening reminded me a little bit of the Friday the 13th remake. I'm like, that was just a fucking beginning. <laughs> like, yeah. There was a lot. I wasn't even expecting a title card because we were so no. far into it. I forgot about it. Yeah. I just kind of assumed I just missed it. Look, what a lot of people point to and take points away from this movie is what I'm congratulating it for. Because we don't have a long time. Suggest Weekend Away. Boom. Right to Weekend Away. Yeah, thank God. No planning and packing montage. No, you know. She's on the phone with her mom being like, Mom, I just need to get away for a weekend. And it's like a 10 minute scene of that. I mean, we do cut to her on the phone, but it's not with her mom. It's her yelling at her friend. Right. Yes. But it's not like the expedi- exposition dump of like, we already get get it from what the therapist said. Thank you. Exactly. Again, understood the fucking assignment. She stops at this near abandoned gas station. And <laughs> this is kind of a, this. if I had to be, have one, what the fuck scene? It's this. Yeah. Cause she like, walks into this place that's obviously like abandoned or it looks like it is she walks by the gas pumps and they're like rusted out and like fallen over basically she like walks halfway in this place yelling and someone like guy comes shuffling out of the dirt like oh i'm sorry i didn't hear you she's like do those gas pumps work and he even he's like have you seen them of course not there's a gas station two miles down the road see i love this guy because this movie is clearly set in england Yes. That guy has an American South accent. He's the only yes. person in this entire movie without oh. a British accent. And he makes he makes no attempt to even try. The English rednecks. Mm. Some guy from Kentucky moved to England. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I love the I, I enjoyed the uh, do do the gas pumps work? Have you seen them? <laughs> Well, it's like that, well, we talked about it in Tourist Trap, you know, going into the clearly abandoned gas station and getting mad that nothing's working. Yeah. But all the girls, except for one who's running late, get to this house they're renting. And I'm not, is there like supposed to be a lake or something? Or is just a really nice house with a hot tub you can rent to party at? I, th- I think it's just a really nice house with a hot tub and a pool. Yeah, I don't Fair. remember a lake. Well, I was just wondering why this no. place, but they oh, all the yeah. girls hundred acre lake, Greg. Oh, I see. <laughs> but all the girls take care of the phone right around for us, and they give up their phones right here. Come on, all phones, no technology. We're all hanging out together. 
Especially you with your Instagram. It's like the girl that's just always taking pictures of herself. Yes. And their late friend is lost and she's walking around trying to find where she's at. I think she's by the abandoned gas station. I'm not sure. She's somewhere. She's like right (laughs) in front of the 100 Acre Woods sign that was made by Christopher Robin when he was five. Yeah, why does she start walking into the woods like that's the way yeah. to go on the like, phone? Yeah, like, I I think that they said it was 100 Acre Woods. I guess I'll just leave my car here and wander into the woods. I mean, that's what I, well, that actually is what I would do. Never mind. Then she sees Pooh standing there like fucking Jason Voorhees staring her down in yeah. the woods. Yeah, I mean, there is definitely a lot of, um... Friday the 13th homages in this movie. I get that in Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe even a little Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, with like, yeah, I could see with, that with, with, like with the with, old with, gas station. With the old gas station and, and their camp. Yeah, and they like sledgehammers. Yeah. But this isn't a walking slasher. Pooh fucking books it after her. He's a wild oh. animal and she takes off. She hides in this building and shuts Pooh out, but he finds another way in. She's hiding, doing the cover your mouth thing and everything. But of course, Pooh finds her, and Pooh's a horny bear apparently because he rips her top off. I thought I mean, this was meant- going to be every kill because, like, all of our characters mostly are like women except for Christopher Robin. So I was like, oh, Pooh's just going to rip all of their tops off and then like kill them. Like that's just his thing, maybe. But he just does it to this one. I'm guessing he's a fan of redheads. I don't know. I thought it was going to be a super horny slasher, too. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't rip the other redhead's top off. No. And she was just in a bikini. He bashes her head off the side of this machine. I'm pretty sure she's already dead at this point, but then picks her up and puts her into a wood chipper or meat grinder. I don't know what That's, it is. It's definitely a wood chipper. Okay. And <laughs> I have to point out the ridiculous things of it. Her head's already ground up. There's already blood coming out the other end. She's kicking her feet around and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think also, that's just like impulse. Horrible impulse. CGI blood. That that oh. is my that is my big ding on this movie is the CGI gore is is really bad. Like I understand they didn't have a huge budget. And I'm gonna assume a lot of the budget did go to those amazing masks. It's not the worst CGI gore I've ever seen, but it no, is no, pretty no. bad. It yeah, is pretty it's, bad. But that, it's that is my ding. That's my big ding on this movie is the bad CG gore. I, I think I enjoyed it because it was very bad, but I'm, I knew what ride I was in for, so I already bought the ticket. I was having a great time. I'm like, yes, give me awful, like, copy-paste blood. Yes. Oh, it, yeah, like, it, didn't, it didn't ruin my enjoyment of this movie at all. I just, like I said, that would be, it did lose a point, a point there for me. Yeah. With, with it. But so there's our, not our first kill, our first kill, the main group, but all the girls are settling in and they try to set up the story that they never follow up on. There's a couple walking into their bedroom and there's flowers on the bed and, but it doesn't go well, the surprise. I guess there are a couple, and she's like, it's too soon, or something like this, and it's yeah. never really explored oh, further than this. Is that what like the rose petals and the heart and whatnot were about? Because I saw that, and I was like, oh, what's going on, really? Because I was like, and then it was like never brought up again, like you said. I was like, oh, okay. It was the wrestling title belt from Cocaine Bear. <laughs> exactly. No, never brought up again. Never pays off. And okay. then... 
they're there, and then the other is just dancing in her bikini. That's Laura. And down in the living room, they're all gathered together, and Maria is telling them all about this peeping Tom stalker she had. Yeah, yes. we're... Is this? It's not the same guy as the long-haired redneck guy, right? Or do no, they just look extremely similar? It's actually Piglet. Oh, the guy it's who played the, Piglet. It's it's the guy who um it's the guy who played Piglet is plays as a stalker as well. Oh, okay. no, but I get what you're saying because they looked way too similar to the guy picking her up. Where I thought that was going to be the big twist. Yeah, because I was like, well, what's the deal with the stalker story then? If that also really goes nowhere. <laughs> I have no I think, deal with the stalker story. <laughs> I, I, I think the stalker story is literally just... Just to get them the, there? The impetus to get them out in the woods. Okay, well, she had a stalker, which made her scared, so she went to a therapist, and the therapist said to go to the woods, and... Okay. And go. Sure. Yeah, so this whole thing is just she had a stalker, kept following her. One one night she woke up to him trying to undress her in her sleep, and that's it. It's, like we said, it goes nowhere. And then we cut back to Hundred Acre Woods home, and Piglet is powering up their home with this bike, and <laughs> we see a meaty Mary skeleton, and Christopher Robin is tied up. Once again, if they rejected all humanity, why do they want electricity? Wouldn't you? But, but I didn't reject humanity, Greg. <laughs> but they just rejected Robbins. the parts they didn't like. Yeah, exactly. That's the talking <laughs> part is all. That's it. Yeah, because they didn't know how to do the poo voice. They didn't know what to do with it. So they went, ah, they don't talk anymore. Yeah, I think they probably didn't want to make the masks articulate enough to do speech, and that's why they wrote that in there. Yeah, yeah. But like again, these are really nice looking masks. Like. Yeah. With their budget, these masks should not look this good. No, not at all. And he's apologizing for leaving. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pooh looks into a mirror and has an introspective flashback of kid Christopher Robin being like, I'll never leave you, Pooh. And they start freaking out. Yeah, never ever. If if I leave you, you're allowed to kill me and become like horrible murderers and cannibals and eat Eeyore. He already wants it. <laughs> basting again, himself for weeks. Again, throbbing with horror does not zone the eating of your depressed friends. Yeah, the depression <laughs> makes them not taste so good. Yeah, exactly. Sad meat. Yeah. <laughs> but Pooh freaks out, he's smashing things, and then starts whipping Christopher Robin, like, <laughs> lashing his back and splitting open all the time and everything. Do you realize what he's whipping him with? Whoa. Oh, is it Eeyore's tail? That is Eeyore's tail. No. No, it's yeah. not, because yes, his tail is. was nailed to the headstone. No, it was in the animation. But if you and looked at no, if you looked at the tombstone when uh, Christopher Robin and Mary came through, there was no tail. Well, it's a completely different looking tail than what they that would if you think of Eeyore's tail, you think the pin the tail on the thing tail. Well he not, was whipping him with the, he was whipping him with the nail end. Oh, that, I guess that makes sense why it's actually cutting him with hair. Yeah. I'm like, he's whipping him with a ponytail. Like, Yeah, he's whipping him with Eeyore's tail and he's hitting him with the nail end. They did this I in knew, Bob's Burgers you know and Bob I, wasn't bleeding over the place. You know, I, I knew you were going to go there. That's why I had this argument ready. But also then, that's not fitting with, like, Pooh looks like Winnie, he's yellow to that point. 
of like why is Eeyore's tail actual hair? It should be like just a piece of cloth, like a leathery tail. Yeah, exactly. And you could still use that, and it would work better. Why the tail is like whipping him so bad, where his back's like cracking open, like the freaky werewolf tail from Ginger Sna- Snaps. Yeah, exactly. Admittedly, yes, that would work better. But then it probably wouldn't have been detachable. He puts Meaty Mary into this thing and gives Christopher Robin a blood shower? This is the most, like, heinous shit in the world. Like, uh, Jigsaw wouldn't do this shit. Like, (laughs) make you bathe in your loved one's blood after they killed her and everything. Jigsaw's looking at Winnie the Pooh going, You need to calm down. It's not bad enough that you you're killing the people. You have to like now you're going to like literally I'm going to literally make it rain blood on you of your. Oh, and it's not blood. just and it's not just blood because if you look, he was dumping intestines and internal organs in there too. Oh, so there's yes. poo poo. <laughs> yeah, there's probably some poo. Uh-huh. He's putting some poo poo in that poo. <laughs> but. That Pooh goes outside and hears music coming. So this house is apparently right near their, like, settlement. And Laura is in the hot tub taking selfies, and she looks at her selfies and sees Pooh standing in the background. She turns around, gets up, turns on a light, but she can't find him. This is the most bullshit thing I've seen in a horror movie in quite some time. Because she gets back in the hot tub and says, whatever, you're not ruining my holiday, you fat freak. And then gets in and shuts her eyes when there's clearly a... Let's say she doesn't think it's a preacher. There's still a man standing back there. Yeah, she has her back to, like, where he was and stuff. It's not even like she turned around or anything. And, of course, the light's blinking in that great horror movie way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she's sitting there, Piglet and Pooh walk up to her because she's not paying any attention, and Piglet chloroforms her, and they take her away. And then we cut to, why does this make me more uncomfortable than anything, being bare-skinned on pavement? I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that looks uncomfortable. But she's hogtied in the road, and Pooh is in a car. Is this Christopher Robin's car? Where did Pooh get a vehicle? I would assume this is Christopher Robin's car. Like, is he paying, like, the registration insurance on this? I'm I'm guessing he just took it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to use a stick shift. But when he runs over its head, he basically puts the car in neutral and coasts. There is no speed to it whatsoever. Oh, he does it nice and slow. This isn't like Toxic Avenger, where, like, they drive over the kid's head at, like, a million miles an hour. It's just, like, he, like, revs it up. It's like you're putting your, uh car up on like some lifts or something and you're doing it real slow and where he's just parked on her head while her like eyeballs popped out it's her head's pouring blood let's talk about the effect i mean the eyeball looks nice it looks better than the one from friday the 13th part three for sure yeah yeah but then you know you do have i think the eye was probably actually a practical effect i think the the rest of it was there yes yeah. yeah, because it literally looked like they just squished the head, like like you do the thing where you shut your eye and you squeeze your fingers over someone's head, like that style. Yeah. Yeah. And Piglet's just laughing and having a great time with this. Piglet's sadistic as fuck. Yeah, Piglet's frightening. Like, 
I also love that it went from like when they decided to like turn away from humanity and whatnot. They're like skin and bones. Now they're both extremely fat. It's like neither one of them, like we will never go hungry again. And like their first thing is just like, we must eat and eat and eat because it got like huge guts on them. Can I point out where are they getting the honey from? Well, we haven't mentioned this. Pooh like commands a legion of bees that follow him around and do his bidding. That's what we He's haven't gotten Candyman. That's how we haven't gotten to it yet. But that's where the <laughs> bees are just like Candyman powers. The bees are just like we better make honey for him or he's going to squash us. And I'm pretty sure if Pooh's letting that honey to sit out to ferment. Because yeah. he is like there's honey constantly dripping from his face. Who's making some of that, uh, some of that uh, honey hooch? That's something I enjoy that they do of like Pooh in the cartoons whenever he ate honey, it was extremely messy. And he's just like shoving fistfuls of it into his face, not even like directly into his mouth. I just love they still play with that with this. Because he's getting drunk. I think the honey is legit KY jelly like they did in Aliens. Yes. Like with yeah. all the drippy and everything, because it looks just like that. Yeah. It doesn't look yellow. It's not like yellow honey. No, it's like, yeah, he's eating <laughs> lubricant. Well, it'd be cheaper than real honey. But the other girls here, and they run out in two groups each. Two groups of two, and they find the body, and then they all run inside. And then they get in there, and get out is written in blood on the window. But the funniest thing about this to me is, they never show the opposite side where it actually says get out. They just show, like, from their point of view, which is written backwards on the window. Yeah. They're huge <laughs> Jordan Peele fans. Did they not, like, think... Did they not have the time to, like, run outside and get a quick shot of it? No. It's weird. It, 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 it lends itself to the uh, to the childlike wonder uh, 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 of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Fair. I, I, I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass here. But they go, see, they go and they see Pooh outside through the window with a fucking machete and the CGI bees that he commands. I just love that he commands bees. Like, because I'm terrified of bees. So, like, I would see, like, the giant bear monster man and then i would see bees and be like this couldn't get worse <laughs> and then the freaking you know wild boar comes at you with a sledgehammer <laughs> and it got worse they split up into groups for reasons and maria goes to get her gun and the she other just two remembered are... she had a gun yes that's something you forget well but... i mean i guess i mean they did just walk and see their they're one of their good friends with their heads squished. It'd be like, say the five of us that make up the throbbing with horror family were out camping and Brandon from the black lagoon is out there in his bikini getting <laughs> head squished. Even though I don't like him, I might forget that I have a gun. That's Fuck fair. Brandon. Fuck you. <laughs> but the, <laughs> Like a Brandon in a bikini. <laughs> oh, hi, Pooh! As he says over his shoulder, batting his eyes. Oh, God, I'm picturing that now. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> but two of them are by this indoor pool, and Piglet's there, and just cracks one of them in the head with a sledgehammer, and knocks the other one into the pool. And this is a shot 
that I'm pretty sure there's they got their set and they're like, let's improvise. What do we have? We have a pool. So we're putting Piglet chasing someone with a sledgehammer through the pool. And this seems wild. The first he's trying to like catch her with the chain. Yes. I really wish Ned Beatty was still alive to be in this movie so we could get the thing where he turns to the camera and goes, not again. (laughs) (laughs) But he goes in after her into the pool and then I love this shot where he just splats her fucking head with the sledgehammer. Yeah. That might be my favorite shot in the whole movie. It just, you know, the, 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 the sledgehammer hit and the... Again, it's CGI gore, but this time it actually looks pretty good. Just flying it's far overhead. away and shadowed and everything, so it's easier yeah. to pull. Off. Like I, that's that's the shot of the move. That's the shot of the movie right there. But he takes the other one who he hit with the hammer earlier, and the other two who weren't in that group see him taking Alice, and they follow. And we kept to their hundred acre wood hideout, and Pooh is just eating honey while Alice is tied and hooked up to a table, and he just starts slapping her like. Yeah. Who slaps so much in this movie? Is this something from Winnie the Pooh lore I'm forgetting? I don't, I don't think so. Pooh slapping people open-handed. Like, bitch, <laughs> where's my money? Pooh keeps that pimp hand strong. <laughs> Later, the other two come to save her. They had tire, but they hear someone else screaming. Like, we have to help and we can't leave them <laughs> to part- these monsters. This part reminded me of, because they're like about to leave, and they hear someone scream, and then it, it's definitely a lady scream, and then they find Christopher Robin, and at I first I was, like, I was like, did they <laughs> plug in the wrong kind of scream in there, but it turns out it's someone else, but how funny would it be, like, they're almost, like, out this time, and they hear another scream, like, half an hour later, they have, like, 30 people with them about to leave. <laughs> Oh wait, was that another scream? They all have to go back as a group. <laughs> oh, I just assumed it was a girly scream because of, you know, Christopher Robin. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> tiny look. They should have put him in the tiny short shorts. And the yellow shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he that's that how he went to college. That might have been a Disney thing, so they might it's not like have been able to do that. him and his, like, super hot girlfriend, and he's just dressed like a little boy, but he's in his 20s. I'm gonna show you my imaginary friends! I picture him skipping around with an oversized lollipop one of those little twirly hats. Like, what the hell is that? Tra-la-la-la-la! Christopher Robbins is an emotionally stunted adult. But he's one hell of a lawyer. <laughs> he's going to be a doctor! Or doctor, whatever. (laughs) Whatever, it's not important. One of those big jobs like that. Big boy jobs. Yeah. (laughs) Just sitting there ready for your operation. (laughs) Christopher Robin comes skipping in. (laughs) That's when I get up off the table. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. (laughs) What are imaginary friends? Here, huff this gas. You can meet my friends. Oh no! It's like, but he's the he's the best heart surgeon in this hemisphere. I don't care. I'll go to Big Jimbo's house of cutting. I feel like I'm gonna become a part of a human centipoo. <laughs> but they find Christopher Robin and free him, and they're about to leave again. But like you said, Brett, they hear another scream. Christopher Robin is like, "You go on. I'll find my own way out." Type deal. Yeah, and he disappears he for a minute. 
At least yes. he did something noble in this movie, you know, after Piglet, stop! Stop it, Piglet! You're hurting a Piglet! Oh, my! I have some more, please, sir! The Queen wouldn't like this now, Piglet! You see, now, now! Our last two episodes were sponsored by Great Britain. <laughs> we did have a sponsorship from Visit Britain. I was like, have I heard Brett's impression? I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard. I mean, the, the first Great Britain one was on our Leprechaun episode. But they find this other woman beaten and chained up. And she's talking to them. Like, she tells them their names and everything. They speak sometimes in broken English. Think how crazy this would sound to you. She goes, the one's named Piglet. Makes sense. Okay, kind of weird, but yeah. he's a pig. And the other's named Pooh. <laughs> I'm like, I think you're misunderstanding somewhere. What does Pooh do? <laughs> now, who is this woman? I oh, you think know who this woman is. I think it's the lady from the gas station earlier. Okay, because okay. because as Maria was going out, she ran into another couple. Yes, no, I remember I that. Do you think it's her? Because I thought she was there for a long time. I thought she was a brunette because this one's a blonde, blonde, isn't she? I mean, this may just be a rando. I think it's a rando. I think she's just there to tell them the names and uh, show, like, how savage Piglet is. That, like, Piglet, when she tries talking to him, gets angry and just, like, attacks her and gores her and everything like that. I think it's already been well established how (laughs) how bad Piglet is. (laughs) For a second, too, I was like, are they going to make her, like, Piglet's sex slave or something? Like, are they going to go that far with this? I was watching, and I'm like, um... Like I, that's, I was honestly hoping they didn't. That's the end of the movie. She gives birth to piglets, and that's how there's a second one. Oh, like the humanoids from the deep ending. Yeah. But then this lady goes, "I'm not leaving here until he's dead." And she goes out searching for piglet, like a woman possession. Where are you, piglet? Steals Maria's gun. Yeah, yeah that, she takes a gun that has one bullet in it. They didn't check. To see that it's fully loaded. Well, I'm assuming the gun was made by High Point and it just failed. High Point is a legendarily bad gun, cheap and bad gun manufacturer. I say I don't yes, know I, guns. I know we, that we Ash has a boomstick. <laughs> but Piglet shows up, but the gun is out of ammo, and Pooh shows up behind her, gets her, pours honey all over her as Piglet mauls her to death. Yeah, he poured honey all over. I thought Pooh was going to eat her. What if Piglet's like, Pooh, you know I don't like honey. God damn it. Okay, I guess. He may not like honey, but he does love eating people. Yeah, it's just seasoning. Yeah. But Pooh hears the other two. They run, and Pooh's after him. Alice hits him with a chain. Pooh catches up to him. They run some more. There's a lot of weird, like, stop and go with the chases. Yeah. Also, like, they do this really, really dumb horror person thing of, like, someone's getting killed, they don't take the time, like, oh, well, they're distracted, let's run away. They, like, sit and watch them get killed and wait until, like, the murderer's coming after them actively to run away. Yeah. But they do that, and, like, that's ubiquitous through slashers every single time i'm like you dumb motherfuckers like the friend will be like i sacrificed myself so you can run and they run like three feet away and go no the whole time until jason's (laughs) done and goes after them again 
Like, wait, wait, we forgot to run away. Time out. Time out. I wish I had more friends to sacrifice. <laughs> Marie is taken off, but Alice stayed behind because she has Piglet tied up with the chains and just beaten him with the sledgehammer and does end up killing Piglet. And Pooh, chasing Maria, hears the death squeal and goes back. Not going to lie. Saddest death in the movie. Piglet? Piglet. <laughs> Not this piglet. This piglet is terrifying. Even when yeah, I liked, but I liked the this Pooh piglet. when I when I liked Winnie the Pooh when I was little, I always was annoyed by Piglet. Oh, Pooh, Pooh, what are we gonna do, Pooh? You're He's always so scared and whatnot. Do, I fucking I hated Piglet. Eeyore was my favorite. I, I like Eeyore. This. Tigger, of course. Tigger, yeah. I like the owl. We'll get into that in a little bit, because I have thoughts on them. Pooh gets back and picks up the machete and shoves it through Alice's mouth like Michael Myersing. Myersing. I can't say that. Does what Michael Michael Myers does, but with the machete instead of a knife and sticks her to, like, a pole. It's pretty awesome. And then I like, too, where they, like, they don't just go away from it. They go back to it for a second just to do, like, a nice, like, glory shot of, like, the special effect. And they're like, okay, now we're done. Yes. You see that? You see what we did there? $100,000 budget. Didn't think you'd like that, did you, with this Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Doing a little better than we uh, thought we would, aren't we? (laughs) Maria flags down this truck. There's four guys in it. They get off, like, what's wrong with you? She's freaking out. And then Pooh's standing in the road. And I thought these guys were going to be sleazy, like, 2000s horror movies characters. I'm very relieved that they weren't. I thought it was immediately, like... Oh, you got a pretty mouth. It's the gas station guy again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who you know, looks the, like the stalker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's again, this is, you know, this movie, I, mean, I have to say it again, subverts expectations. I, I, I hate my, I hate myself every time I say it. I do too. Don't worry. But they have a standoff with Pooh, like, you like picking on girls and everything? And they all get their makeshift weapons, like they got a, another sledgehammer. Apparently the sledgehammer's a plenty near 100 Acre Wood. Um, what do they got? A crowbar, a bottle, and a chain, I think. Baseball yeah. bat, one of them I a, think has. Yeah, one of them has a baseball yeah. bat. And they hit Pooh with the crowbar, and he's completely unfazed by it. And I'll give I you that. To... You tough. You tough. I'll give you that. And they all start beating him down and everything. And then, this is some weird forced perspective shot. We're supposed to make Pooh look tall and menacing. But they do yeah. it so much. I thought Winnie the Pooh grew in size and, like, raised up to a house height for a minute. Because he's towering and, over him like Godzilla. I'm like, yeah. when did he become 30 feet tall? And then he gives him the 100-acre hand slap. Ah, he nice smacks one. a dude's face off. Yes. And I love he runs over to, like, because the girls are in the truck. He runs over to the window, shows them the side of his face, like, see my face? And then dies. <laughs> then we get a, the, the big fights going on. One of them dies with a head stomp, and then he sends uh, his army of bees after another one. He, he was definitely giving a nod to Uncle Lloyd with that head stomp there. Oh, I thought so, too. Please head stomp me before you send your bees after me. 
But they're all dead, all the guys. The girls start driving away in the truck, and Pooh is in the back of the truck, and he's oh, crawled yeah. up this high-speed chase in the truck. It's trying to break through the windshield, but they crash, and... This whole time, I'm like... I'm like, do the Halloween 4 return to Michael Myers thing, where you slam on your brakes, and Michael Myers goes tumbling over the truck, and then you hit him with the truck. Well, they had already hit him with the truck. They had already hit him with the truck at this point. That's how he got in the back. True. But they, like, ran, they, they ran but, him over, and then he climbed up the back. Well, Pooh's like on the roof of the truck, and I was like waiting for him to like smash his face into the windshield, <laughs> Michael Myers style. But Pooh gets up first after the wreck and takes the one girl out and rips her head off, which we don't see, but we oh. see him holding the head up as Maria's oh. looking out, and he throws it at the windshield. This is the most brutal, silly old bear ever. <laughs> I fucking love the decapitation so much, because it's just he just comes up with the head, and she's like, ah! And then he chucks in, and you just get that nice, wet squish against the windshield. And she turns the wipers on, of that course. That was my favorite sound of the whole windshield. And she takes forever getting out. Where like Pooh's like taking his time, very like he's like pimp walking back up to the tr- truck. Like I got this because she's not in no hurry whatsoever. There's not a giant man bear coming to kill you. <laughs> He pulls her out, and he's about to stab her. But then Christopher Robin, who I completely had forgotten about at this point, in a car, driving out of him, yells, Fuck you! Which is actually kind of a cool scene, like the quick introduction return of him, and he crashes into Pooh. And yeah. Because this always works so well. He's checking on Maria, but Pooh frees himself from the car, walks away with an explosion in the background like a badass. These yeah. cool guys don't look at explosions. I not. never knew I wanted Winnie the Pooh walking away from an explosion ready to murder people. <laughs> but now I have it and I can't imagine my life without it. He's about to kill Maria and Christopher Robin's trying to get through to him and reason with him and everything. And for a minute, Pooh pauses. I think it's working. But then he says, so we're not going the Michael Myers Jason thing where he never speaks. Because he does right. speak here. He goes, you left. And then Pooh just straight up slits her throat right there, which I didn't see coming at all. No. Straight up slits her throat. But, you know, she's definitely going to die. But then but then instead of just going in straight for the kill, lets her go over to Christopher Robin so he can hold her as she dies. He's, like, sadistic. And let's be honest, Christopher Robin shows more affection to Maria, this girl he just met, like, 10 minutes ago than he did his supposed fiance throughout the entire time she was getting murdered by Piglet. Oh yeah. He That's just true. let that happen. This he's holding her and consoling her. Well, cause he thinks it's his fault. I think at this point it's all come to him. Like I caused all these people to well, die. It is his fault because he left. Mm-hmm. And so again, you know, now they've ki- they just killed the final girl. No, Christopher Robin's our final girl. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they had set this whole movie, they had really been setting up Maria to be the final girl. She had strong Sydney Prescott oh. energy. I'm picking. You're 100% right, yes. But he stabs her in the head repeatedly as she's dying as Christopher yeah. Robin runs away. And that's credits. That's Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. By the way, did you guys watch through the credits? Because this is the point I wanted to get to. I thought for sure... 
like he was going to go to run and then a mutant owl and rabbit were going to show up and like push him back over to poo. I did think that. I'm guessing that they'll show up in the sequel. Well, because it at the very end of the credits, they gave us, you know, the Avengers end credit card. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh will return. Yeah. I loved it. When I saw he that, is, I, I was like, yes! So he is 100% funny. setting up, like, this dude, you know, Reese Freak Waterfield is 100% taking every dig at Disney he can right now. As he should. I love to see yeah, it. It's awesome. It. I lo- again, I salute this man. If his name's attached to a project, I'm immediately going to watch it. Dude, what a fun time. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad like... I decided to switch my pick this month. I won't lie, because Corey had another pick for his Corey pick, but then you watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I'm like, well, since it just came out digitally, do you want to cover it now while it's kind of fresh and everything? You're like, let me get back to you. I'm like, well, let me know soon because I do my notes ahead of time. I won't lie, Corey. I did my notes before you told me anyway. I'm like, he's going to pick Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, uh, it's as soon as I saw it. Like, I like the other movie I picked, and it will definitely get picked in the future. But after I saw this, I'm like, ah, there's no way we can't cover this. Like, this is one that like I've been, like you said, Greg, at the beginning. We've been hearing about this for so long and seeing stills and whatnot. And I was like, I cannot wait to see this and finally getting to watch it. And it like being like way better than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. A fun addition to the new year of horror we're in. Yeah, I got to add another movie to my 2023 list. <laughs> my list is so long already. Most of them are not good. I went on a hammer horror binge not long ago, so I unless the fifties count. <laughs> they, they don't. Damn it. Alright, you guys ready for Count of the Dead? Let's do some Count of the Dead. Let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Alright, that's right when we're counting the deads. We're tallying up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Thirteen. I will say 14. Corey, elaborate. Uh, well, you have Mary, um, Woodchipper Girl, Head Squish Girl, um, Sledgehammer Head, uh, then uh, Chained Up Girl, uh, Michael Myers Girl, um, the four rednecks. Well, the five rednecks. Was there four or five four. rednecks? Four. Four. That might be where I'm on. Okay. All right. Yeah, because we got 11. Yeah. And I was counting, and I was obviously counting Piglet in there, too. Oh, okay. That's the big thing. I did not count Piglet. He is what would, Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Eeyore? Did you count Eeyore? No, I, I didn't not. count Eeyore or Piglet. Okay. Okay. See, I counted Piglet in mine. That would explain my. My, my two discrepancy there. No, I was going more animal than human in that case. Okay. That's uh, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I'm off. That's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're going to do my ratings from Dimension Z. Oh, bother. <laughs> so basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And I come over that thing right now. There's this is a big thing. Even they played around with it with the Christopher 
Robin, Obi-Wan Kenobi movie of, like, old Christopher Robin showed back up, and I wonder, like, what am I going to walk into? Was it all imaginary, or, like, was it real kind of thing? So it's like, Christopher Robin, you're Christopher Robin walking back into the Hundred Acre Woods, what happens? Okay. So a number one version of what happens to Christopher Robin, the worst version, even worse than this, is before they kill him, they all fuck you. And then they kill you. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you just become a hundred acre cum dump. Um, God, okay. Jesus. <laughs> that's worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> a number 10 version is everyone's still the same. You have such a wonderful little adventure. Maybe they all come and live with you at your house and you still have like whimsical fun adventures for the rest of your life. Okay. I did not expect at all to like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey as much as I did. I was walking into this being like, I'm going to give this like a two, probably. Not expecting well, I would be like... Has. What's that? Most of the internet has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you look at the letterbox rating, it's horrible. People are not liking this. I'm going to give this... Get it. I'm giving this a six and a half. It doesn't get a seven. And it just gets six and a half because it was so much fun and it was way better than I thought it was going to be. They didn't waste any time. They used all of their time very well. The gore's decent. You know, some of it's, you know, not great because of the CGI and whatnot. The, of course, everyone that is a listener for some time knows I hate CGI blood and whatnot when you could easily do the real thing for probably cheaper. But. It was a lot of fun, and I cannot wait for Winnie the Pooh 2, and I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm the same way. I went pretty damn close to you. I went, how do I say, six ways that meeting the childhood Winnie the Pooh puppet things could go out of ten. Yes. Same thing you said. I thought I was going to walk in here and be like, oh, it was funny, but fuck, it was awful. Yeah. One. Like, but no. Look. I can only recommend this to a specific type of horror fan. All three of us just happen to fit that bill perfectly. Right. Eight and a half. Really? Can't even argue. Re- really? Like, honestly, like, so, like, pulling back the curtain this March 28th, right now while we're recording this, my top two new horror movies for the year are Megan. And this. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I know Evil Dead Rise is coming. So, you know, there and could Renfield. be an, and Renfield. There could be an unseating coming. But as it's, I loved this. I have been telling everybody that will listen to me to the point where, you know, I think my friends and family are starting to hate me. I will sing the praises of this movie. They understood the assignment. Like I said, the the one and a half, it's the the CG gore is yeah. that's basically all I can ding it on. I loved this movie. That's fair, man. I'm glad you picked this. I'm really this is one I remember we were talking about during the end of year wrap up for twenty twenty two. I'm yeah, glad I we got was, here. I'm glad it was this fun. I think this was the one I said I was most excited for. And I had yeah. no idea that there was gonna be this like Bambi movie and what was the other one you say? Peter Pan? Peter Pan. Yes. I absolutely love Peter Pan. Like, I love Captain Hook so much, so I can't wait to see what they do with that. We get, like, 
an evil killer pirate, maybe? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's going to be what I can't wait to see the Hook versus Pooh versus Bambi yeah. <laughs> movie that we'll get one day. Oh, I, I, I'm here for it. As long, as long as he keeps turning out movies of this quality, I'm here for all of it. Like, I salute you, sir. This, this was amazing. Man, isn't horror great? Of you get something of like the heights and like how amazing and like perfect Hereditary is to like also there's Winnie the Pooh horror movie and it's both in the same genre. And they're both great. And and they're both great. Yeah. When people ask me, don't you get tired? Like your show, you just review the same genre all the time. Don't you get tired of watching it? I'm like, not in the slightest because when you look at something like you just said, I'm like, if you want to throw me something like Troll 2 versus Midsommar, they're nothing alike whatsoever, but we can cover both of them. So no, I never get tired of it. Exactly. Yeah. I I love horror so much. I mean, obviously it's redundant saying that on Throbbing with Horror. I mean, like, I, think I it's love okay. it so much. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like my Brett, third favorite genre. Brett definitely doesn't base his entire life off it. No, I don't just live and breathe it all day, every day. No. <laughs> It's like I, I I I'll be turning forty at the end of this year. I I've decided my personality is spooky boy. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't turn into like one of like the IPA people. It's like, oh, let me tell you about the hops in this and whatnot. Like one of the hipster people. Luckily, I went horror wise, or like I got really into golf or something. It's like, nope, nope. Let me tell you about this this movie I just watched, and you're you're probably gonna hate it, but I don't care. I'm telling you all about it. I tried to share like my news about Winnie the Pooh with so many people. No one cared. No, I got one person. My 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 work buddy, like my best friend at work. I I said, dude, you gotta watch this. And he had already yelled at me because he didn't like Cocaine Bear, but then he watched this and he came and he came to talk to me. He's like, "Okay, you've redeemed yourself." <laughs> I just realized we got two Killer Bear movies. This yeah, year. look at that. We did. All right, that's all I got. What about you guys? Yeah, that's, that's all, all I, I got. got. Well, we so hope good. that Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, has left your brain throbbing with horror. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? Be sure you tune in next week for another fun episode. And be sure to check out all our social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. I hear the guy that runs them is really great.